when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I did my shoulder in when I was doing an advert for beer. In, right. in South Africa, South Africa, when I was doing a, an advert. And what they did okay, was... Hello to you. In the, where, do you know the film Zulu? Yeah. Well, we went to where the film, the film Zulu, and yeah. we built that encampment, you know, where they heroically held out. You recreated Zulu for a beer advert? Yeah. Um, and I dressed as, like, Michael Caine. Did you build it yourself? Is that how you did your shoulder? No. I, please. I was just putting you in the environment. We're in the... Is it the desert in South Africa? It's not a desert. Plains? The plains. We're in the middle of nowhere in South Africa, yeah? Now, what happened was, was that there's a warden that comes with you when you go into the plains, right? A South African fella. Right. And he's there to protect you from snakes. Right. To be, like, snake aware and all Mm -hmm. that and everything. So I got talking to him and he says, the two main dangers out here are something called the puff adder. Right. And something called the Black Mamba. Right. Yeah, why are you laughing? I'm laughing at Puff, and I'm laughing at Black Mamba. <laughs> Puff Mamba. He could be a footballer, couldn't he? <clears throat> um, and so anyway, I got talking to him, and he took me, I said, the Puff Adder is really short and really fat, yeah? Right. Probably only two feet long, but really For thick. For listeners, Bob's holding his hands about two feet two apart feet right away, now. No, really thick. But the beauty of the puff address is it ain't going to go for you, but if you stand on it or stand near it, you're a goner. So what does this fella do then? So he keeps his eye, he knows that he can... <laughs> what do you mean, fucking hell? Well, has he got a harpoon or something with him? It, I'll come to that. All right, okay, sorry. He's the warden, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> to snake man. So I said I would really like to see a puff adder, <clears throat> Yeah. Because you can go and look at a puff again. Yeah, I'd really like to see a puff adder. So he says, "Well, up in." He says, "There'll there'll be loads of them up there." He said, "Up in." We drove up in. It wasn't. Funnily enough, it wasn't a Land Rover. Can I just say that I much prefer if someone. I know you're not supposed to call people a puff anymore. Yeah. But if you do, it's got to be P U F F and not this P O O F thing. Poof. Well, I. It's got to be puff, hasn't it? I think. I mean, from my. Bob Mortimer is a puff. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I mean, P-U-F-F, when, um, when I was young, yeah. didn't was there nothing to do with his sexuality. Was it not? It was not. An, I don't think it was a nice thing to call someone. Oh, but right. it meant you were cowardly. Right. You know what I mean? It's all tied in, though, I think. Maybe. Anyway, carry on. So I go up in a, and like, I have misled <clears> the <throat> listeners because it wasn't a Land Rover. It was some kind of land... I don't know. Fake what. news. <laughs> what this whole thing? Just the Land Rover bit. Yeah, I did have fake news to you up, right up. And um so anyway we went went off and fucking hell I saw a giraffe by the way, Andy. In, I've seen in, in I've seen a giraffe. No, but in its own habitat. Yeah. Doing its chewing thing side to side, you know yeah, what I mean? I've seen one of them. Uh in what, in its natural habitat? South Lakes um wildlife park. 
Yeah, Nathan, fucking plastic Kendall. one. The um, so we get out. Um, there's a puff adder. He says, "Just be slow or whatever." <laughs> and the, you're going to be laughing at me. You're not giving me story I'm any. Just credence. laughing at puff. I gotta stop. <laughs> right, we'll get rid of the puff adder. <laughs> but I said I didn't see a puff <clears throat> adder. We were approaching oh, where sorry. the warden felt instinctively there would be a puff. Right. Adder. Okay. What happens suddenly? He says, get back in a fucking vehicle. Right? I can't. Was that any good? Get back in a fucking vehicle. Right? <laughs> so what's fuck is happening? So I, I didn't instantly go. There's a fucking black mamba coming out. Now, a black mamba, I've told you before about the mamba. I'm a bit upset because the most scariest thing ever happened in my life. <laughs> a black mamba's run. They do, yeah. They've got like a, a circle thing over them. They bounce. No, they they go two thirds of the body raises up erect, yeah. And one, <laughs> one, one. Th- what are you laughing at? Erect. <laughs> erect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and the final third, they coil and they run it and go up to twenty kilometers an hour. Yeah. So I'm fucking hell. So I ran to the um, to the vehicle and just as I slammed the door. Yeah? yeah, the mamba hit the glass of my window, and it, I mean, it didn't bite it, it didn't penetrate it, and all its venom come out. And I'm, I swear, <laughs> on me, why are you laughing at venom? I'm laughing at venom coming out. <laughs> Sorry. And then, and all this, it must be about half a pint of it, this honey sort of coloured stuff, and then it disappeared. I didn't know where it was. I looked out <laughs> the front window, right. And sorry, he got out. The fa- he got in the car. He got in the back of the car, and he w- he went out with a gun. I'd, I I had no idea whether it's a gun or a, a, a tranquilizer gun or whatever, but with a gun, gets out to the front of the car, and then he point he points the gun at me <laughs> right through the window. <laughs> we thought you were a puff adder. No, or a puff. He says, "Mate, no, I've got a, a, what's the African? Mate, I'm fucking insane. I'm a fucking rapist." <laughs> Right, <laughs> so ah oh, fuck, so I I I reversed the car. I won't go into the details of that. Yeah. but I had to keep down in the footwell. Right, yeah, and from just you... stay as best I could to get away from this insane. Who'd hired this? <laughs> I don't know. So I I got away from. I drove away. But when I I I, I you bench... think he was working in cahoots with the snake. Well, you do wonder. You do I think wonder. He was. I think the snake was like a, a, the bait. And anyway, so that's when I damaged... Where I was just reversing blind, and yeah. I went smack into a boulder or something. Right. And um, I don't know, just because of the way my hand was reaching up to the <clears> steering <throat> wheel, I just uh, snapped some, right. some of the muscles, the tendons or something. Right. So so if we could, like, sort of defake news that story one yeah. by one, basically you were down the precinct and you reversed it with <laughs> bollard because you were smoking. No, While honestly, you were driving. Honestly... It's not fake news. Can you can you just say once once more? Can you what was it? Get back in the fucking vehicle. He said, I, "I'm just, just in just, memory of it." He says, "Get back in the vehicle." No, I just say fucking. Vehicle. Get back in the vehicle. Get back in the fucking vehicle. That's it. That's a free ringtone for everyone there. <laughs> you can use that as a ringtone. Talking about Africa. Uh, oh, you know, I told you last week. About what happened with the snakes in South did, Africa. Yeah. Remind me of another thing. Should I tell you want to hear about it? I do. So I was there for about a week. No, about ten days. I was staying in a hotel just next to the um big football stadium that they built. You know it's a car park now. 
Is it? Car park, yeah. Is Everyone it... needs car parks, or football stadiums are ten a penny. I know, but is that the legacy they really envisaged? I'm not asked. Actually, they do boots, they do sales in there as well, Saturday, Sunday. Well, that's good. Legacies are overrated, I think. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, everything's a legacy, even if it's destroyed. Yeah. There's a legacy, isn't there? I mean, Pepper's a legacy now. Because Pepper's, Pepper the... Pepper's not coming back. Oh, God, I hope she finds him. Um, him or her get real anyway so I had a day off so I drove down do you know South Africa I was, I was in Cape Town but if you go down to the bottom you can go to the southernmost point of South, of South Africa I think it's called Cape is it Cape of Good Hope Cape Cod Cape Cod I, whatever Cape Crusader um, and it's as you go down it's all like shit all and that you know yeah there's like um, there's all these built um, it's the legacy isn't it it's apartheid <laughs> <laughs> but it's a legacy isn't it and not all legacies are good. Anyway, so you go, and then you suddenly it like it goes back to like um, like Dutch British influence, and right. like it's beautiful beaches, seaside, and all that, all the way down. Bit racist. <laughs> Bit what racist? Mm. Why? I just felt racist. <laughs> the way you said it you goes but... back to the Dutch English influence, <laughs> and everything's nice again. Well, I'm I... just saying, you might want us to cut that out later on. <laughs> And so there's a little place, and I can't remember whether it's called um, Penguin Beach or uh, something. Makes me say it's called. Let's just say Penguin Beach for the, Bay sake of, for the sake of advancing the story. <laughs> so I think I'll stop there. That, I'll get me a little meaty self down there and have a look at. So I've never seen a penguin. I'd love to see a penguin, wouldn't you? Edinburgh Zoo. If I said there's a penguin out there yeah. in a box, do you have you not come? been to Edinburgh Zoo? The Penguin oh, Parade. A penguin in its natural environment. Tell me about the penguin parade. <laughs> what happens? Every afternoon, one o'clock, the penguins come out the penguin enclosure and the, the uh, visitors line the sides of the path. Yeah. And the penguins go on a little parade in this little circular thing. Yeah. And um, one of them is the king of Norway. One of the, pe- one of the penguins is yeah. the king of Norway, yeah. Well, he actually holds that side. He does, yeah. That's true. Hmm? It's not fake news, it's true. So... Anyway, I go down to parking and I park my car, right? And there's a little kiosk there for parking and there's some bloke with there. So I pay up and I go down and it's, it's this beautiful little cove. Turn a corner amongst the rocks and sure enough, there's a penguin. The f- fucking, there's a penguin. Are you saying penguin? Penguin. Penguin. Right. They call them pufty. <laughs> they do, they call them pufty. <laughs> pufty. And um, so I was taking a photo of it. And then I hear this voice, South African, say, Get away from that fucking pufty! Is that right? Get away from that fucking pufty! <laughs> and it's the bloke from the key. You know the bloke? I thought I'm it pre- might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, it is. And he, t- he grabbed me and he took me up to the kiosk and he says, I'm sorry about the accent. I'm going to have to find you, mate, for distressing the birds. Right? So... I'm in there with him, and he's fiddling about with, like, a shitty little invoice book or something like that. And then I... <laughs> I like, what is the matter? I look out of the kiosk, and there's a South African copper there, yeah, with his revolver. Yeah. I promise you, right? And he says, get out of the fucking kiosk! He's a fucking gangbanger! Right? So he wrestles... He wrestles the bloke to the floor and take frog marches him to his car. Then he comes up to to me, says, uh, "Now I've got to not be Australian here, Lucky, Lucky escaped. Now that's Australian, isn't it? Be Australian if you want. It's fine. 
Certificate. Lucky escape there, mate. This is his MOD. He hangs around blokes looking at the penguins and then he full on rapes them. So I've only given you the bread and butter of it there. But life in South Africa is a bit like that. Yeah. You know what I've I mean? I've never been, but I, I'll, I'll think twice about going now. South Africa. Quite a lot happened when I was over there, and there's a little story yeah. I'd like to tell you. I was there for 10 days, as you know. Yeah. So let's face it, I'm not going to be able to pull off more than 10 stories there. <laughs> eh? But on a, uh, one of the days, there's a really famous restaurant in Cape Town. People who've been, they'll know it. It's like a VIP place. It's on the beach near the harbour. Yeah. And you eat on the beach, and they yeah. cook the food, then bring it out to you on the beach and that. You get a lot of... Um, Are you sponsored by the beach or something? I've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> You get a lot of like the Johannesburg rappers there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of this uh, the, the Joe Berg beat boys. No, but it's big news, you know, big big Is news. It? The South African rap scene. Some yeah. fella rapped at my son on an underground train in Barcelona once. What did he say I'm, to him? I'm going to save that for another podcast. Okay, so it's very exclusive the rapping podcast. I'm going to do. It's really exclusive restaurant. Yeah. I want to em- emphasize that. Right, yeah. it's a bit like a say for you, a bit like a Phoenix restaurant <laughs> right. you know, in yeah. Sunderland. It's that posh, right? So they have a gate there. You got to, you have you 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 can't just turn up. I right. got in there because a the production company got me in there. Um, they got bouncers on gates before you even drive to the restaurant. Really, imp- I just want to say it's important. You know, oh. um, got flame lights on the beach and that. Um, weed phone the head. <coughs> Do you know Randall and Hopkirk? You know, I did a show called Randall and Hopkirk on the telly. Surprised you bring that up, yeah? Well, no, it's, it's really... Good, was it? Yeah, nobody's really big in South, South Africa, hence. Well, do you have to go to, like, um, like conferences and stuff? No, I wouldn't do that, that sort of shit, but I'm saying that's what got me in there. <laughs> I'm sat on the table on the beach, and I see a bloke in a daft outfit and that, so I want to order some food. So I beckon him over, and I say, I want boiled lobster, right? And I said, Did you say, please? Well, I probably did. I'm just saying, you know, like, all right, I want boiled lobster, please. That's better. But I said, if it isn't fresh, I'll set fire to myself, (laughs) right? And the restaurant will look stupid. But that was was called a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So he says, well, look, mate, you can choose your own lobster from the lobster pots by the rocks if you don't mind getting a little bit wet. Well, Andy, I had, as you know I would, my chino shorts on. Yeah. Um, and he said the water will only come up to your knees. So I thought, I'm go- I'll go for it. Actually, pick me on lobster from the sea. Well, we climb th- over these rocks and we get to what is... It's actually an artificial pool, but it looks like it's part of the, the rocky environment. Right. He shines his torch into the pool. And in there, you can see tens, if not hundreds of lobsters, Andy. Really? Under the torch light. It's a nice thing to... I love doing this. That's a that's a nice thing to have seen, isn't it, Andy? <laughs> yes, isn't it though? Is that becoming your catchphrase? <laughs> so he he shines um, his torch on the lobsters. Mm-hmm. Then he turns around really quickly, cracks me around the head with his torch. Yeah, right. He says, "Get in the fucking lobster pit, you prick." That's Australian, isn't it? No, that was all right. Get in the fucking lobster pot, you prick. Something like that. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" He says, shut your fucking face, fat boy. Right? I'm Charner, the rapper. <laughs> I said, shit, I didn't know. I thought you were the, the waiter, because he had this, like, gown on. Right. And I'll stop the accent. He says, do waiters wear... Well, do wait... I can't do it. Do waiters wear have, gowns. Have a go. <laughs> the waiters wear gowns worth over 20,000 rand, joke boy. I have a Timex gold-plated watch. 
Get in the fucking lab's lobster pot! <laughs> and then he strikes me again with the torch, right? Now, I managed to uh, deflect this blow a bit with my arm, Andy, which I was pretty pleased about. Yeah. Because I deflected it. I said, look, I'm really sorry. I thought he was going to kill me. I said, I'm really sorry. I thought you were, you, you were the waiter. You don't have to kill me. Then I hear another voice, quite a calm voice in the darkness, right? Put the torch down and back <laughs> off the fat guy. That's Australian, wasn't it? I can't tell anymore. Shines his torch up to the top of the rocks, and there is Toofy. He's the not- really notorious Cape Town rapper. Right. And he's got a gun. I right. promise he's got the first time I've ever seen a gun. Was it a shiny gun? Well, I, I, it was, he had a, do you know, he might not have had a gun, but as far as he's in a black, <laughs> I thought it was it's a gun. Jesus, thanks, mate. I said, I think he was going to kill me. He said, just pick up a lobster. No. Nope. <laughs> American. <laughs> <laughs> just pick up a lobster and get back to your table. <laughs> now that's Aussie. So I climbed up the rocks to make me escape, and as I passed Toofy, I said, no, it's really kind of you, but why, why did you help me? And he said, it's a pleasure, Mr. Hookkirk. Give more respects to Mr. Randall. I said, I will do. And he says, and by the way, he wasn't going to kill you. He was going to stick a lobster up your anus. <laughs> so well, that was well, a Would that escape, not have killed you then? Well, I don't know. Can I just ask, Andy, did you think that story was a bit like Castaway with Tom Hanks? Yeah, a bit. Well, I've never seen Castaway with Tom Hanks, and I kind of wish I'd never heard that story. So, okay. yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah. Oh, that's nice. That was the idea. <laughs> You got a South Africa story for us, Bob? Yeah, I have. I was st- while we're ploughing through everything. When I was <laughs> in South, when I was in South Africa, you know, I was staying at what you might call a reserve, you know, like a game reserve. Yeah. So you have these separate little huts and a central building where yeah. they cook the food and a barn. That so I got back from filming, I was really sweaty and tired, you know, but really hard days. Hard work, yeah. proper graft, yeah. <laughs> and so I got my meal. It's always I was, and it's always ostrich out there. Just cooking out with ostrich. It's nice the ostrich. It's all right, but a bit tough the way they're cooked it some potatoes and some ratatouille um and next to my actual so i took it back to the hut it was too hot and and i went back to my hut and next to it there was this like big tarpaulin on poles and there was some crates under it it was like a temporary thing not a building you know but i thought it might be a bit cooler than my hut which was like a freaking oven yeah but the sun beating down it all day when i say it was like an oven and it didn't have like an ignition button or shelves or anything Right. It just it was really hot. Is it self cleaning? So I go into the shelter and there's a bloke in there. I ain't freaking seen him. So, but I'm, I'm too embarrassed just to walk straight out. So I sit down on the box and he comes up and he says, Which hut is your accommodation? No, that's absolutely wrong. Isn't it? <laughs> South Africa. Which hut is your accommodation? Oh, no. Which hut? No, I'm absolutely wrong, aren't I? You've spunked it. South Africa. Which hut? Which, nah, we're going to have to abandon it, I think. Sorry. Are you going to try and finish off that South African one from last week? I could do, yeah. I think you should, yeah. Uh, Where is it? A lot of people have been asking because they want want closure. Okay, so just to catch up in case people didn't hear, I was staying at this big right hotel that's in the middle of nowhere. It's like a reserve. You get your own little hut. There's a central area there that basically sells fucking ostrich for um, breakfast, <laughs> lunch and tea, right? So I pick up my um, dish of ostrich. I think I'll go back to I don't want it. It's really sweaty here. I'll go out and have it outside my hut or whatever. But um, when I get to my hut, the heat from the hut is, like, all empowering. It's like right. the entirety Overpowering. of democracy in a capsule. 
What? It's you know what I mean. It's just too fucking much. Democracy in a so, capsule. <laughs> now next to me hut, there's this big tarpaulin, like on poles, under which there's some crates and that, like a temporary thing, not a building. You know what I mean? But I thought it might be a bit cooler than me hut. Cause that was like a fucking oven, to be honest with you. So I get into the shelter, and there's a bloke in the corner I hadn't seen, right? But I'm too embarrassed just yeah. to walk straight out. So I sit down on a box. He comes up and he says, ah, here we go. <laughs> go for it. South Africa. Which is your accommodation? Oh, God. Right. No, no, <laughs> Shit. Which, which is your accommodation? <laughs> I can't help you. I can't South do Africa. it. South Africa. South Africa. You, you can say South Africa in a but Which is your accommodation? Just do it like that. I can't do it like that. Which is your accommodation? Fucking hell. <laughs> he says, which is your accommodation? I'll have to carry on. So I point to me hut and he says, I'm going to rub... <laughs> I'm going to rub... <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'm going to rub. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to fucking rub the shit out of it. <laughs> nearly, you nearly got it. Hold there. on, what do you mean? I said, oh yeah. I said that's a bit unexpected. Shut your English mouth. I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> you say anything, I'll ram the sardine tin up your anus. Gosh. <laughs> the head of hotel security arrives, right? He's pointing a rifle at the blog and he shouts at me, Get out of the temporary shelter! He's a fucking gangbanger! So I back out, right, and run into my hut. A few minutes later, the head of security bangs on my door. You okay, sir? I say, oh, guy, hey, do you know he was going to ram a sardine tin up my ass? Would he really have done that? You bet he would! He stuffed the previous guest with a tin of corned beef and a bottle of bilberries. Fucking gangbangers, you've got to love them. <laughs> then he left. And I, Phew. I, 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 what can I say, Andy? Well, you, did, you, got, you salvaged it in the end. You I mean, got there. I won't try to get any laughs out of being I'll edit out the bits where you, you fucked it up at the start. We'll just we'll try to pretend it didn't happen. Should I do South Africa then? I will do, I think. I was in the hotel bar when I was over there watching football, right? Right. Just me in there and a little bloke behind the bar called Sammy. Little Sammy, lovely uh -huh. fella. Lots of hunting stuff on the walls, Zulu spears, shields and that, whips, that sort of shit, you yeah. know. And I was watching Man United v Liverpool. He asked me who I supported. Sammy did. I said, I support Middlesbrough. He laughed, right? Mm -hmm. So I farted and he laughed again so I fired and we just, did this for a while you're, you're just, just a, a bit you're a people pleaser aren't you Bob daft fun yeah it's daft fun and no harm with it suddenly I hear the TV turn over to some obscure tennis tournament it's a big bearded massive Dutch Afrikaans bloke yeah right. I said oh excuse me mate I was I was watching the football I don't care if you were playing I don't care if you're playing in it mate I'm watching Federer his ass is like a god to me well, I go to speak again, but little Sammy gives me a look as if to say, just leave it, Bob, leave it. Yeah. Then the man turns to me. If you want to watch your lady ball, there's another TV in the conference room. So Sammy nods, points to the conference room. I take my paint through and I go in there. Yeah. So I'm stood in front of the TV with the remote. Me, I'm just trying, you know, we have to try and get the right input yeah. to get it. Yeah. When the big bloke strides in, take your trousers off and start feeding that remote control in Uranus, boy. Well, he's a massive bloke and there's no one around, so I think, shit, I'll just... I started taking me, me trousers off. Suddenly, Sammy comes in. 
He's got a spear and a shield, and he's got the point of the spear right against the bloke's neck. Yeah. He says, there'll be no remotes fed into anuses on my shift, mate. Now get back in the fucking bar, rice, rice and sugar. I probably should have done that South African, shouldn't I? It's semi South African, is he? Yeah. There'll be no remotes fed into anuses on my shift. Now get back in the fucking bar, rice and sugar. So Rice and Sugar leaves and Sammy watches them all the way. I say, thanks, Sammy. Why did he want to feed the remote into my ass?" Mm. Sammy says, just for the kudos. He wanted to kick you up the ass for ch- to change channels. <laughs> Fucking gangbangers, you got to love them. So I was in South Africa. Were you? As you know, last year it was. And, and um, lots of things happened to you. Some terrible things happened to you. So I was in the hotel. I really fancied some chocolate. Did you ever get that? Oh, yeah. Usually it's a be a flake or buttons. Mm-hmm. The, the taste of them will just enter my mind and I need them, right? Suck a twirl. Oh, twirl, a greasy to twirl yeah. with its greasy covering. The mm-hmm. ripple was fucking greasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Milk's off. So I've Milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, walked up there. So they didn't have any fucking. They had this. They had this chocolate cooking chocolate at the hotel. It was shit. So I thought I'll walk up. I'd seen a garage, just normal garage, shell garage sort yeah. of thing. So I walked up the road, to see if they had any. As I walked through the forecourt, there was a bloke like cleaning, sweeping up, cleaning the pumps and that. Yeah. I said, "Oh mate, do you sell chocolate here?" And he says, um, "No mate, you need to go to Rudy's. Great selection. Blow your fucking mind." I said, oh, where's Rudy's? And he spotted I was British. So he said he'd show me. Right, I thought it was nice nice of him. So we walk up the road a bit. Um, I'm, he's, I, he says he really likes the bounty. Right. Uh, in fact, he says, I prefer the bounty, but the star bar's a genuine beauty. What are you going to get? I says, I fancy a Mars bar. Might even have a crunchy. Yeah. Um, get to Rudy's, he says. He says, um, wait here. Rudy doesn't like the British. Give me the rands and I'll get the bars. And I only have a ten rand, yeah, it's about five pounds. Right. So I trust him, I give, I give him it. He comes out of a little carrier bag full of chocolate bars, asks me where I'm staying, I tell him, he says, oh, well, follow me, I know a shortcut. And he goes down this alley full of, like, i got to be honest, it was disgusting, like, full of dog dirt, used <laughs> condoms, nappies, that sort, of, like, sort yeah. of thing. And then suddenly he stops, Andy. So imagine how awful this is, and he pulls out a really long hunting knife. Shit. Sharp steel hunting knife. He says, take off your clothes and bend over so your nose is touching a dog bath. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a knife in my face, I was like, what else can you I do? do as I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. Then he hands me a dairy milk. Oh, right? He says, take it out of the wrapper and move it into your anus. <laughs> oh, God. So I start taking up. Off, off the the rapper, and just yeah. then I hear another voice. Get out the fuck out of here, you fucking gangbanger! It's Rudy oh, from Rudy's store. He says, "Hi, I'm Rudy. You okay?" I says, "Oh yeah, thank you so much." <laughs> he was making me put chocolate into my ass. Do you think he would have killed me? He says, "You bet, English. He would have bludgeoned you with a condom full of dog bath. Fucking gangbangers, you gotta love them." <laughs> And that's what another incident that happened in... Another incident in, involving the exposure of your age yeah, to peril. Strange country. It's a very bizarre country. Yeah, full of villains, full of heroes. They you know. That would have stopped after Mandela got out. But, but no, seemingly not. Just carrying on like that.
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, one of the days when I was in South Africa, I was filming um, in a set that's like a, it's a replica, you know the film Zulu? Yeah. It's like that, it's got sandbags on the outside wall and a little hut and all that. I'm playing a British soldier waiting for an attack from the Zulus. All the other soldiers were just like white South African extras, you know, so that's that's a nice pool of people to choose extras from, isn't it, Andy? Yes, yeah. White South Africans. <laughs> I'm in the classic period costume. Do you, can you imagine it? Red, red jacket, mm-hmm. beige, like sort of jodhpur things, All right. and black boots. Like mm. Smart. No, smart, yeah. And I'm holding a beer, because that's what I was advertising. I'm crouching behind the sandbag wall with a little plump bloke called Richard de Frias. Oh. That's a nice name, isn't it? Yeah. Richard de Frias. So on action, we have to crouch right down. And every time we do it, as I'm crouching, the camera's going past on our uh, track, I feel what it feels like a finger stroke the outside of my stretched jodhpurs <laughs> next to my anus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but carry on. final take. I'm a bit, you know, fed up, fed up. So I turn around and I say, excuse me, Richard, but I'm sorry, what do you think you're doing? And he says to you differently, what are you talking about? I say... Um, you, are you stroking my trousers just adjacent to my anus? He says, no, nah, not me, boy. No, that wasn't wrong. Sick Africa. Probably a cheeky snake or rowden. Fucking menace, they are. And I love an anus. I said, oh, right, it's local. This, right, that would explain it. I'm really sorry, mate. So, look, here, have a, this cold, nice cold beer, you know, my mistake and all that. Well, after that, we get on quite well and we arrange to meet for breakfast the next morning. Because he's got a boat on the marine, and the marine yeah. it kept on beautiful. He says he'll do breakfast for me there. He says, um, tells me the boat, it's a blue boat with big bright orange flags. So I'm up <laughs> early the next day, and I make my way to the marina. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! That's, there's a scruffy blue boat with their orange flag. I reckon that's it. There's a bloke on the deck. Um, I ask, I say, is this Richard de, B- de Freer's joke, boat? Yeah. And that he nods, beckons me on board. He opens the door to the galley and points for me to go down. Right. Now, he hasn't said a word, right? Now, Andy, do you think that he hasn't said a word because it's, like, ominous or because I struggle with the accent? <laughs> I'm not that bothered. Okay. Anyway, as I step down... He pushes me from behind and I fall down the stairs, yeah? I hurt my shoulder. All right. Bang my shoulder. That's not a very nice place to hurt yourself, is it? Not on on the body. No, so um, then he says, 
take your fucking strides off and push your butt up towards the moon. Well, what can I do, Andy? I've hurt my shoulder. <laughs> so I'm in no position to fight back. <laughs> so I take my trousers off and I push my ass up towards the sea as the best I can. Yeah. Then he says, Take this cup of funnel and place it in your anus. <laughs> I say, OK, that's fair enough. I say, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to fill your cavity with Lucky Grahams and full-fat milk. <laughs> but he did it South African, yeah. <laughs> so... In this state of like shock that I'm in, you know, I start. So sorry, I, I should explain. He says, you know, he says, fill your cavity with Lucky Grahams. Yeah. And I'm absolutely shocked because I never thought for one minute you could get Lucky Grahams in Cape Town. It's Lucky Grahams even a thing. So is it Lucky Grahams? It's Lucky Charms, isn't it? Golden Grahams. Golden Grahams and Lucky so Charms. Because Joss Joss Angeles. It's Lucky Charms. Well, I'm, uh, it's Golden Grahams. I wouldn't have thought you could get them in Cape Town. Hey, I'm a different culture, isn't it? Yeah, so in the state of shock, I start feeding the thin end, obviously, of the funnel into my ass. Obviously, yeah. When suddenly the galley doors burst open and there's Richard de Frias with a taser. Whoa. Yeah? Leave the old men alone and fuck off my boat, you <laughs> wayward prick! <laughs> so the bloke puts his hands up scuttles round Richard and leaves the boat. I say, oh, thank you, Richard. What, why did he want to put cereal into my ass? He says, he's part of the breakfast and buggery movement. <laughs> Just wild kids looking for a way of liven up the morning meal. I say, so he would have eaten it. He would have eaten it literally out of my cavity. Yeah, with a fucking ladle. Gangbangers, you've got to love them. And that's what happened to me the whole few days. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Do you have dreams about that? <laughs> Do you know, I blanked out South Africa till we started doing this, but I think it's good for me to get rid of all this shit. Have you any interest in a South Africa? I, I, I'm, I'm not fussed. Well, what do you, what would you prefer? I haven't had a chance to try me laugh out very much today. But oh, you can, sorry, man. You can, you can have a go. All right. Well, I was, oh, yeah. yeah. I was a day off in South Africa, right? Yeah. And I wanted to go driving just by myself. You know, freedom of the open road, Andy. Feels beautiful. Go where I want, spirit of adventure, that yeah, kind of, yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. But I've never driven on the right side of the road, ever. So I asked the hotel to arrange for a cabbie who'd let me drive around for an hour or so so I can get in the groove, you know what I mean? So this chap turns up, he's got Honda Legend. That's quite a nice car, Andy. My my son's favourite car is the Honda. He likes the Honda. He he has an inexplicable obsession with Hondas at the minute. Well, this is a nice one. It was their executive car. Is it? It Don't make it anymore. I'll tell him this story then. So it's quite a nice car. We drive around for a bit and it's good fun. Chap's name's Kenneth. And I've, I've never met an unpleasant Kenneth, have you, Andy? Hmm... The jury was out on one Kenneth that I used to work with. A oh, well, long I've never time met ago, him. Always seemed all right to me. So um, he's a nice fella, you know. So I said, "Why don't you stay with me for the morning? I'll buy you a slap-up lunch at Le Colombe, mm. right? Now that is a nice plate, one of the top fifteen world, Andy. Is it? Yeah, seventh in the world on TripAdvisor. In the world, yeah. Connast's second best restaurant in Africa. You're making a note of that. Yeah. And uh, very famous, funnily enough, for using tiger's milk in its cooking. 
So oh, I love a bit of tiger milk. Well, who knows? It's on the other side of like Table Mountain National Park, about a three-hour drive. So we right. get out of town. We're passing through this little township called Varati, something like Varati. Yeah. He tells me to pull into this little ramshackle garage so he can fill up. Okay. It's the same system as UK, so right. he fills up and I go into the shop to pay. Yeah. I get in there, known about at first, right, but few sales of groceries. Um, I like to have a look around, you know, I'm in a different country at the groceries. Bit inquisitive like that, are you? Yeah. And there's a freezer chest with ready meals in it. And I pick up one out of interest. It's got a handwritten label on it. It says meat curry. Looks quite homemade, you know what I mean? Sounds a bit drab. Just then, Andy, this is where it all turns to shit, as it always seems to there. Bloke comes in from around the back. He's got got an axe in his hand. So fucking hell. Here we go again. So he says... Put that fucking meat curry back in the freezer, you fat cunt! <laughs> so, Andy, he's got an axe, so that's exactly what I do. You're going to do as you told, aren't you? Yeah. Pretty much. So he says, Now take your trousers off and put these ladies' tights on! God. I say, come on, mate. Life, life doesn't have to be like this. Jesus. Oh, man. He said, Don't give me the chit-check, you prick. Put this tiny cone-shaped hat on! <laughs> So I put the tights and this tiny little hat on, and he says, "Do a lady dance and shit in your tights." <laughs> well, I'm just about to, I'm just, just about to drop some mud out when Kenneth comes in. Oh, thank God! I say this, this bloke's trying to make me do a dump in my tights. Oh, well, the man turns his axe towards Kenneth. Kenneth shouts at me, "Get back in the fucking Honda!" <laughs> so I scarper out, and just as I'm getting back into the car, I hear a gunshot. Kenneth comes out with a gun in his hand. He seems really calm. Yeah. So, oh, thanks, Kenneth. Do you think maybe he would have killed me after as soon as I'd had a dump? Like, yeah. he says, Yeah, definitely. He wanted your flesh to make more ready meals. Fucking gangbangers, you gotta love them. <laughs> so, like I say, Andy, I never met an unpleasant Kenneth, and this one was even more than that. He was a hero he for was. me. He was. And he drove me all the way back to the hotel, even though I'd shit in me tights. You know. <laughs> did he make, Did he let you sit in the front? No, I sat in the back. I did sit in yeah, the back. On, so. a, on, a, on a towel or something. So what did you think of that story? Hey, I think that's one that we might get animated. <laughs> With like your, your vile Zlatan story that you told before. Let's go South Africa. On one day we were filming like in a, a like like a creek, you know, lots of bushes, long grass, rocks, yeah. and that. So we had to have a little talk from a warden fellow first about the different types of snakes we might encounter, how to react if we come across one suitable clothing, blah right, blah yeah. blah. Very interesting, actually, Andy. Yep. Um, the main thing it turned out was like just to be snake aware, you know, keep your eyes on the floor, for example, when you're walking, because yeah. the puff adder is really lies out in the sun and it's really well camouflaged. So if you see one, just walk slowly away, right? Sounds plausible so far. The black mamba, most lethal snake in the world, yeah? Now, interestingly, that has a very distinct smell, like burning rubber. Right. So take that as a warning, like burning rubber. If you smell that... Black mamba. Black mamba. That's a very interesting um, warning order, that, isn't it, Andy? Uh, burning rubber. Don't you think? Is it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the African spitting cobra, yeah? Be, mm. It'll raise its neck up. If you see it puff its neck out, you know like cobras yeah, do, yeah. that means it's about to spit. Put your goggles on, because right. it'll spit at your eyes. Right. I um, need to retain this information, don't I? Oh, fuck yeah. Um, 
be particularly careful near bushes, right? The vine, or twig snake as it's called, exactly mimics the appearance of like a small branch or a twig, yeah? yeah. Um, disturb it, bite. Yeah, it's actually you know, Andy, it's actually the smallest of the of the nasty snakes. It's really thin, uh-huh. about three foot long. Yeah, but funnily enough, it is the most lethal, on account of the fact that there is no antidote. Is this leading up to some comedy? Yeah, but I thought I'd fill you in on my day. Okay, you know? yeah. Um, hunts its food by smelling for dung. Ooh, the vine snake. Nasty, and there's no antidote, right? So we filmed a little piece. I'm dragging a cart with some beer barrels in it. Uh-huh. And when I got to the right position, there's a bit of tape on the floor, you know. I glug of some beer. That's right. the end of the shot. Do about 20 takes. So obviously, I'm desperate for a piss. And shit-faced. No, I won't. No, I won't shit-faced. Oh, why, yeah? I don't think bit. so. I don't bit. think so. The warden... I said, I need a piss, and the warden points me to a path through the bush and says... To me, walk up the path about 100 yards, you'll see a little clearing that he's put a bucket in. He says there's a green flag on the far edge of the clearing, and you must face that flag when you're peeing so the smell doesn't go, so the smell goes away from the crew. Right. You know? Um, And absolutely no shitting, because that'll attract snakes. Yeah. Right, so I walk up the path, start having me pissing in a bu- in the bucket, facing the flag. You know, suddenly there's a tap on my shoulder, and I feel a, a steel, the knife against my throat. That's not very nice, is it? Cold steel. Yeah, um, and then this, I turn round, and this fella says, "No, I don't turn round just yet." So and then I hear this fella say, "Turn around and don't make a fucking sound." So, I mean, Andy, what can I do? He's got a knife, and he's specifically requested that I keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah? He says, pull your trousers down to your knees and insert your thumb into your anus. Well, I do, I do as I'm told, Andy. I can't got see you, another got option. He said, now remove your thumb and rub the cack onto your Wilbur. <laughs> so I did, right, to put my pants down. And then uh, and rub some cack onto me and Johnson, you know, like. Yeah. Then he pulls out this long, thin plastic tube with a twig in it, and he takes it's the probe tube. Well, I'm, I have no idea at this time, Andy. And he takes the cap off <laughs> of one end and holds it right next to me, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say Douglas. Some would say, well, the twig starts to move, <laughs> right? And I can see it's not a twig at all; it's a vine snake. Whoa! Now you now you're glad you knew the information from I've, earlier. I forgot the, the most vine deadly snake of all the. Is snakes. that the one without the, without the antidote? No antidote. Its head emerges and its tongue starts lapping the air, like only a couple of inches from me dying. Mm. Yeah, because of course it can smell the cack that he's made me rub on it. You know, stitched it right up. Um, yeah. Presumably, he thinks that me dying is just like a little mouse or something, yeah. you know, that for his tea. Well, I'm thinking, this is it, Andy. This, finally, this is it. Yeah. So I just close my eyes, waiting for its fangs to sink in, and, you know, but nothing happens. And then I hear a sound, uh, hear the sound of what sounds like a man falling to the floor. So I slowly open the eyes, and sure enough, on the floor there in front of me, it's the bloke, and he's got a crossbow bolt in his chest. The snake's nowhere to be seen. Then I hear the warden. You okay, Freddy? I say, yeah, but I I thought I was going to thank you so much. He says, yeah, it's a good job I'm a fucking pervert and was watching you piddle. (laughs) 
I says, all right, so that's why you told me to face the flag. Yeah, I've got a little hard there with binoculars and some nibbles. I fucking love it. Got a little what there? A little hide. Oh, hard. I thought you said hard. Yeah, so, so I said, well, thank God for your little hidey hole. So did this bloke want me dead then? Yeah, that's why he used a biny. That's kind of surely, doesn't it? Sit there for biny. That's why he used a biny. Fucking gangbangers. You couldn't love them. By the way... You tell anyone about my fucking secret and I'll rip your fucking guts out with this 1960s spanner. I said, oh, the secret's safe with me, mate. So it's a bit, do you think that's a bit like the movie Platoon, you know? I'm thinking of the wardens a bit yeah, like, you know. I kind of was. The bit where you said, what was it you said? Something like, I didn't think I was going to make it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think. I thought that was I it. wasn't, sh- I kind of thought you were going to make it because you're like, hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't that much suspense at that but moment. Was, but apart I, from that, it was really good. Um, South Africa. And uh, I remembered something that I uh, might want to tell you about my time in South Africa. Okay. Do you want to hear it or do you want to just pack in there? Oh, you seem, to have, you seem to have weirded in there with it already. So, so one of my days off filming, I thought, I'll go out for a bit of sun and a swim. So I went to the Blue Rock Water Park, mm-hmm. Andy big water park just outside on the outskirts of Cape Town caught a bus from just outside Rudy's general store right. and he popped out to say hello as I was waiting you know with me trunks and me towel like so Rudy says alright Bob no that's not it that's Jordy. is it alright Bob you look terrible you look a terrible weak bitch today <laughs> where are you heading to <laughs> it's easy isn't it it's it's South Africa. It's it's not. He bad. popped out to, to a soft. Where are you heading to? A soft play area for the feeble body. <laughs> I said, No, Rudy, I'm going to Blue Rock Water Park. Do, do you know if it's any good? You bet, Blue. They got a hundred foot near vertical speed slide that will give you goose gogs a right thud. Make sure you're well secure, or they could end up looking like fried eggs. It's a terrible South African. Yeah, we will do, Rudy. So, 20-minute bus ride, I'm there. Lovely hot day, lovely place. Put my stuff in a locker, change into my trunks. Head straight for this big speed ride, this big 100-foot vertical drop that Rudy was on about. And there's not much of a queue. I reckon a lot of people didn't fancy it, and it's quite intimidating when you see it. So, at the bottom of the stairs to the ride, you have to pick up this, like, padded PVC sleeve that you wear, like, sort of like a skirt to soften the impact when you hit the bottom. Yeah. Um, so at the top the last bit's this sort of 10 foot ladder and it's onto a platform and there's a bloke there who tells you how to put the skirt on and releases you down the tube safely you know so I get on the platform and shit he's got a pointy stick yeah and he presses the the pointy stick against my face yeah he says take your fucking babies off your prick and kneel like a dog well what can I do Andy he's got a pointy stick Right, and I'm on, like, on the sharp end of it, do you know what I mean? Do as you're told. So I get down on all fours, and he says, Start feeding the petty... Start feeding the petty PVC sleeve into your pooper, you prick, what I'll draw Yogi Bear on your nutsack. <laughs> well, I do as I start, and I start Got fe- it, feeding uh, the sleeve in my ears, and he's uh, saying, Faster, 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 faster! He wants speed. Yeah. Fast. Well, Andy, I take... Accuracy yeah, as well, just merely speed. Speed. So, Andy, I take a chance. I dive right past him down the chute, yeah? Yeah. 
bang I hit the bottom balls first and they instantly <laughs> swell up like avocados you know and so I've got to get back to my locker to get my stuff and I'm naked everyone's laughing at me because my balls are making a humming sound a, a bit like a dehumidifier might make yeah. or beehive right you know beehive makes a noise like bees yeah but Sorry. many bees yeah. anyway back on the bus I get off at Rudy's and go in to see if he's got any lotion or painkillers you know for me knackers I tell him that the bloke made me feed the padded PVC protective safety skirt into me Terence and he says <laughs> gangbangers you gotta fucking love them bro I said well look I wrote you would he really have made me put the whole unit up there <laughs> he said Shit, Africa. you bet bro they fished a black out of the water last week with a bouncy castle turret up there and three kilos of play down. Like I say, you gotta fucking love them. Um, and then he advised me to wrap some streaky bacon around my plums and uh -huh. sleep upright that night facing the moon. Right. So did I you did do that? that. Did it help? I did that. I was right. <laughs> right, it's rain the next morning. So cheers, Rudy. Can I just apologise for asking if. Um you know, if beehives make a noise during that. I know that they make the noise of bees, yeah. but I didn't know whether there was some kind of mechanical element to no, them I as just well. Meant that. Yeah, I just wanted to clear that up with you. Yeah. Hey. It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.